Good morning, Silicon City. This is not a test. This is the fully charged podcast. Time to rocket from the Mega Man Network to the Rockman Corner. And that's as far as I can take the Good Morning Vietnam reference at the moment. I'm David Oxford, but you can call me LBD Night Train, as long as you promise not to mangle the latter part. And joining me across the digital table of the internet is my co-host, the prototypical dude, Brian Ostrin. Hey, y'all. Prototypical dude. I like that. I, I really like that. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> it's yours if you want it. <laughs> Writing it down right now. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, it's been a little bit... Well, I don't know. By the time uh, the others get posted, uh, it'll probably be pretty close. But uh, how have things been going for you lately? Staying busy, man. Uh, gosh, just kind of wrapping up all these wedding preparations and uh, getting excited for Mega Man 11 at the same time. It's been uh, It's been quite a whirlwind. Yeah, it's happening the same week, isn't it? Just about the exact same week. <laughs> now, did um, you plan this? Did you, did you want did. it to be the absolute, undisputed, biggest week of your life? No. Is that what we're seeing? No? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, the, the honeymoon is actually on uh, the release date of Mega Man 11, and the release date got announced the very same day my fiancé and I nailed down the honeymoon date. So I'm like, oh, oh boy, this will be really fun. Uh, yeah, at least the Switch is portable. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, you hear that, Capcom? That, that's, that's your cue to come in and present them with a nice uh, proto dude and his wife with a nice honeymoon gift of Mega Man 11. And, Thank you, uh, God. I don't know, two-player mode? <laughs> you, are you all both going to be playing that? Or? No, no, she, she hates video games. Absolutely hates it. Um, yes. Yeah, nope. <laughs> It's not something we have in common, but uh, I love her. Love her. Right on. So, moving on to business. Um, let's see. We are looking at the fifth episode of Mega Man Fully Charged this week called Please Rush Home. Mm-hmm. Wherein a misunderstanding between Mega Man and Rush ends in the Robopup running away from home, only to be reunited and reconciled during a confrontation with Waveman. Uh, were there any other uh, points of the whole, um, like, uh, of the plot that we need to touch on, or does that pretty much sum everything up as far as you're concerned? The the title of the episode pretty much sums the whole thing up. <laughs> it really yeah. does. Yeah. For both Mega Man and, uh, and Wave Man. Let's see. It's, uh, I guess the big thing here, this is the introduction of Rush, basically, isn't it? It is. It's our first time uh, seeing Rush in Fully Charged. Yeah, and he is looking browner than I remember him. <laughs> he is. He he's very much um, more dog like. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, he's always looked like a dog, but you know, our color scheme they're going for is really like this is a robot dog that's brown. You know. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's it's a little interesting. Um, and so far, no uh, Scooby talk. So, uh, depending on where you stand, that that could be a positive. This is a great thing. <laughs> yeah i think i prefer rush as a dog rather than a uh cartoon as it were oh man or like in the ova's case uh, upon a star he, he's speaking fluent english if you're watching the dub that didn't <laughs> that didn't sit well with me either but we finally we finally got it right i think yeah it, it, you know it's funny i think in everything but the games they've pretty much had rush talk up to this point uh, well, no, not, not like, I don't think the manga or comics have, but anything with yeah. a, uh, an audible medium. Captain N had Talking Rush, uh, Mega Man, Ruby Spears, Talking Rush, um, the OVA that you mentioned, Talking Rush. 
Um, but then Mega Man 8 is just... Exactly. That's the way it should be. I mean, this is not Scooby-Doo in any sense of the word. I, I don't get it. I never got it. But hey, you know, it has its charms. Well, it's not Scooby-Doo until they uh, unmask uh, Sergeant Knight and it really turns out to be uh, Albert Wiley all along. And he would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for those darn robots. And then Rush will talk. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, um, and uh, on, on the, still on the subject of Rush. Okay, so basically the whole thing is uh, the episode kicks off like uh, Mega Man and Rush are roughhousing. And then basically... Yeah, they end up knocking over some stuff. They get in trouble. Well, Mega Man gets in trouble with Dr. Light. Rush is nowhere to be found. And Mega Man takes note of this. And he's just kind of lamenting the fact that, you know, when, uh, you know, there's trouble, then his dog, his best friend is nowhere to be found. And Rush takes mm-hmm. it hard and runs away. And I don't know. It's just, I, I felt it was kind of hard to feel bad for Rush there. Yeah, it was, I don't know. It, it, it it felt kind of I don't want to use the word forced but it felt kind of forced to make the episode work like I feel like there would have been other ways better ways to make Rush leave and yeah you know yeah 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 oh Rush I'm sorry for expecting you to shoulder your half of the blame with me I mean (laughs) I I, I don't know it's it just it it didn't quite click for me I see what they were going for and if it had not been a dog I I, I don't know it's just kind of it was very weak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was pre- a little weird. weird. It, not not yeah. not the not the strongest point the series has had so far. No, um, no, no. I I would say this is kind of one of the lower episodes early in the game. I'm not gonna go quite that far because okay. um, moving on to my, I mean, I, I guess we're at the talking points now. So uh, that yeah, rush was one. Uh, my other one though, the redeeming factor of the episode. I really liked Waveman. He looks neat. He had a great flashback with the music. Uh, I love the bit with the uh, whole pet alligator. That was just kind of adorable. Oh, and boy. so far, yeah. he's probably my favorite robot master. Yeah. Uh, of, 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 the, of the series. Not, you know, mixing in the games or anything. But of, of the series. Right. Uh, what, what, what did you think of him? I, I'm kind of bouncing off of that. I, I really like this interpretation of Waveman. Like, I've never considered Waveman a favorite of mine. His design was just like, eh, okay, cool. But here they kind of, he's got this kind of adorable personality, and his whole motivation is just so over-the-top silly. Like, <laughs> this alligator that was his best friend. <laughs> just, I, I don't know, it's it's so goofy, but it works. and And he's so charming, and it's just kind of like, you know... He doesn't mean any anything bad. He's just—it's his his situation. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. He just it's, wants you know, his not, pet back, his friend back. Right. It's not like he's working for Sergeant Knight or what have you. He he's, he's doesn't have any ill intent. Uh, yeah. And um, the, the the voice was kind of interesting. It reminded me of something, but I can't quite place it. And the, oh, please. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, as a pet owner, I, I can I can definitely relate. And it was actually a little sad at the end that I think the alligator just yeah, did not reciprocate, I, did it? I get I, I didn't understand. That was one of my talking points. Like I didn't understand the ending. Like what was up with the whole monocle and top hat bit? Was he kind of like 
embarrassed by Waveman's behavior. I, I don't really understand it. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, it was, but, it was funny, yeah. but a little bizarre. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Is the alligator going to be an ongoing thing, I wonder? or I don't know. Is he a rich alligator? Did he get rich? <laughs> Is that why... He, did he go and win the lottery? I, I, I don't know. Does, does he head moonlight head? as Mr. Peanut from Planners? I don't know. It's... It was, <laughs> I don't know. You'd think he'd be a little like, oh, you did all this for me, buddy. But, you know, he's just kind of like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> kind of like a cat in some ways. Just like shower yeah, with like affection. And it's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it was, no, no. Yeah. That yeah, kind of just no. contributes to my whole thing. Like, this was just kind of a... A weird episode. Yeah, a bit weird. But yeah, I, th- I think Waveman is the sa- definitely the saving grace. Definitely makes the episode worth watching, at the very least. Um, totally. At least until we get more Waveman episodes, presumably. Because, you know, at that point, who knows? Maybe maybe they'll be the uh, Waveman 2 to the Waveman 1 of this episode. <laughs> and the alligator will be back. <laughs> I don't, maybe they'll reconcile. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he'll find a new pet. Yeah. Do you do you have any other uh, talking points on this one? Um, you know, I really I kind of liked Rush. His his personality was was pretty cute. The whole uh, he knows how to use an iPad. <laughs> apparently, you know, he draws the sad little face and the and the when he when he departs. Uh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah, he, he's intelligent enough to use an iPad. Um, yeah, I, I like Rush. Uh, kind of. Not not necessarily spoiler territory. Um, if you've seen the Comic Con uh, promotional assets material, we do know that Rush gets his red armor at some point down the line. So uh, it didn't happen in this episode, but I guess we're we're led to assume that he can kind of uh, power up, kind of like Aki does, transforming into Mega Man. So he has his own set of armor and abilities. Uh, so yeah, I, I yeah we're just we're gonna this is not the end of Rush. We're gonna be seeing more of him down the line okay okay, okay. maybe maybe that's when he'll talk then is when he's powered up and he, he has <laughs> just, he has a little just... dog or maybe even like a little tango or something in his head and oh god or a flea <laughs> like a robo flea. oh my god that would be mega flea <laughs> rush flea oh boy um yeah, okay, I'm trying to remember the reddish tint on that picture. I thought maybe it was just, like, you know, kind of like, you know, an off-color. Was it, like, really, like, you know, red-red, or was it just kind of like a reddish-brown, or how was that? Oh, he was a he was a red-red. He had the, uh, like, a helmet. He even had, a, like, a visor, and uh, oh, okay. it was so a he's... rush bike. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, so he's, like, full. Wait, a rush bike? A rush cycle. Oh, I don't know. Rush, yeah, that. rush cycle, yeah. A DHX commissioned an artist, a comic book artist, to, uh, to do a print. And it's uh it's Mega Man on the rush cycle and the the, the actual wheels they're kind of like floating, you know, which hasn't been seen before. And uh, it's just Aki slash Mega Man shooting at the various robot masters that we've uh, seen already. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty neat. And yeah, motorcycle neat. be handy for him since uh, you know he can't seem to teleport here. So. No. And uh, just two other uh, like little footnotes that I just wanted to bring up. They. You know, at one point I think they referred to uh, Light's home, their home, as the lighthouse. And my first mm-hmm. thought was like that they were living in a lighthouse. I don't know. I don't remember if we've gotten to see a good shot of the outside yet. But uh... <laughs> uh, I, I think it's kind of, it's like a tower, sort of. 
So maybe they are kind of going for a lighthouse. I actually like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> the lighthouse. Why not? I mean, you know, maybe an old abandoned lighthouse, like, you know, that's uh, converted into a lab. And mm-hmm. what better place for uh, a doctor named Light to carry out his experiments? I- I'm actually digging that idea a lot somehow. It's pretty cool. Kind of a overlooking uh, Silicon City. Like, oh, I, I built this. In that Gary Chalk voice. Yeah, or I helped yeah. build this, yeah. <laughs> um, and speaking of light, uh, one thing I found kind of neat uh, is they basically, Suna and Aki, both like referring to Dr. Light as dad, which I, I don't think that's unheard of, but I, I don't know. It just seemed a little more natural or pronounced here. Like, I guess we're not used to it in the games so much. Do they Have they ever even done that in the games? I'm trying to remember. Calling him dad? I, I offhand I can't remember. Um, I know Proto say, Dude said like you know see which one of us father made stronger back in Mega Man Seven, but yeah, yeah. Like in Mega um, Man Eight, it's Doctor Light and yeah, and, I got it, Doctor. Yeah, yeah that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, exactly. So yeah, it's, oh it's yeah, neat yeah. To have a more familial relation going on here. Right, that's really cool. I, I hope that does make its way into the games. That's really nice. And uh, I think that's all we've got for the episode now, isn't it? Yep, that's that's the episode. All right, and coming up next, we've got Mega Man News. Woo-hoo. What are we talking about uh, this episode? Well, let's see. Something that's been going around lately, uh, and I mean, I guess news should have quotes around it here, but with the recently released Mega Man 11 demo, it has been discovered that uh, when you try to jump through doors in the iconic fashion, it doesn't work. You drop like a rock, and then Mega Man just runs through. Yeah, he carries on. Goes about his business. Yeah, it's it's not the first time this has happened, but I think this is the most... Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember which particular instances were uh, named off to me before. But, yeah, I don't think whatever title it was got quite the attention Mega Man 11 is getting. No... Was it Powered Up or and Maverick Hunter? I don't really... I think it was Powered Up, maybe Maverick yeah. Hunter. I, I, I don't know, because like with X, I actually do... Uh, and before anybody judges me, no, I do not jump through the gates in Mega Man X, and that is because I dash through the gates. I do too. At least if it, whenever it'll let me. I'm trying to remember if there are instances where it doesn't now. I dash jump through gates too. That's that's all dandy too. Yeah, that, that's, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. That's, a, that's a valid method as well, yes. But the, yeah. the the point is, like, you know, Mega Man should not be on his feet when he goes through the doors, I suppose. No, and, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. A lot of people are, uh, I, I don't know how much is sarcasm and how much is legitimate grievance when people are saying, like, literally unplayable. <laughs> I, I think it's this. along the same levels as, you know, oh, Waluigi isn't even Smash Ultimate. I hate everything. I hate you, Sakurai. You know, I just I think people are kind of playing it up a bit. It's, it's not a make-or-break thing, but it'd be nice if it was there. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, actually, I, I might even feel a little stronger about Waluigi than this, but, um... I, I don't <laughs> know. Too. Um... Yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, I, I, I totally get it. It's weird. It's like the jumping through doors thing is almost like a meme from before there were memes. It's just like a thing that you do. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like everybody, like, you know, knows what you're talking about. Like, basically, if uh, you've played Mega Man, you jump through the doors or try to at least. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's 
I think it transcends the fandom. It's not like, you know, just like the people who've played Mega Man ZX and speculated about Legend's place in the timeline or those kinds mm-hmm. of people. It's it's like you're more casual gamers. Like, I think even the people whose main experience with Mega Man in the last, I don't know, 10 years or so has been like, say, Mega Man 2 on the NES Classic. It's mm-hmm. just kind of one of those things where, like, you know extends beyond the fandom to even more just like i think general fans right I, i've even seen it like in in mainstream quote-unquote mainstream like parody videos you know so it's something that is is resonating with general gamers you know it's yeah. recognizable and, and it's coming up on more like i guess relatively speaking mainstream news sites like you know your non-mega man game sites probably in fact more than did you do a story on it no, I, I touched on it a little bit. I mean, see, like that, it's not that big of a deal to me, <laughs> but uh, it's so, not so it's detrimental. It's a, <laughs> so it's actually like more like mainstream sites covering it than the uh, Mega Man sites because I didn't cover it. I figured I'd save it for it is, on it here. Is. It's 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 a, it's a bit exaggerated. I mean, the game works. It's playable. I liked it. It doesn't ruin the experience for me. Eh. Yeah, uh, it it, yeah. it it did give me a little bit of concern, just on account of, like, okay, we've got this iconic, almost like a trope, you could call it, of the series, like I said, that transcends the, uh, you know, the core, the hardcore fandom. Yeah. And it just, you do have to kind of wonder, it's like, you know, it makes you wonder how in touch the developers are with how... Mega Man uh, fans authentic. see things and you know mm-hmm. what they want and that sort of thing. I mean that that's that's kind of a worst case scenario, I think. But um, yeah, that's a very good point. But uh, yeah, at the same time, we're seeing a lot of things that we do want. So it's like I don't know. Was it just that little of a detail in the development team that they kind of oops forgot about it or didn't even notice it? Yeah, and can they fix it before yeah. the game comes out? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Post-game, post-release, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> post-release DLC, jump through the door. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness we live in this age where we can have, you know, updates. Like, if this was a Mega Man game 15 or so so years ago, what shipped was shipped. Yeah, basically. And still on the subject of uh, Mega Man 11, um, well, this might push us a little over here, but, yeah, we recently got a preview of the uh, alternate soundtrack that you get when you pre-order the game. Uh, before the October second release, did you, have you had a chance to listen to that? I have. Uh, yeah, they got three three sample tracks out right now, and they sound fantastic. Honestly, I I love that version of Blockman's theme better than the one we have. So you think it's worth the pre order then? It's worth a pre order. You should pre order it because like right we got now. these like little snippets. It's only three of the masters. I'm not sure how many we've heard in total. Um, so I'm just kind of like, okay, this is neat. I just wonder, it's like, are they going to keep it a pre-order exclusive if I play the game and I decide, you know what, and like I'm on YouTube and I hear these tracks and I want them, am I going to be able to buy them later? That's that's the big yeah. question for me. Right. I know I know some, some games have done that where pre-order bonuses have become, uh, you know, DLC you can get anywhere. Um, but I don't really know what Capcom's policy is on that because I think believe they've had pre-order bonus digital content before don't know if it remained exclusive that way or for capcom or for mega man for capcom because yeah now that you mention it i don't think there's really been much opportunity for mega man there yeah um but i i would hope so 
because uh, I like what I heard. Everybody should, you know, hear it and play through the game with it. Yeah, I'd be interested in having it, but I mean, I don't have a pre-order uh, put down just because uh, I think I might be getting a review copy. I don't know. Uh, may- maybe it's one of those I, things I, where I should hedge my bets. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope I am, and I would praise my lucky stars if I get it the you know the week before <laughs> my honeymoon. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be so awesome. Get it out of the way before uh, you know spending time with the wife. Yes, yeah, spending time with the wife. Uh. <laughs> ah. Come on, guys! I'm just I'm just playing around here. Come on! <laughs> I really hope she doesn't hear this. Uh. <laughs> Why would she? She doesn't like video games. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, and that does it for another episode of the Fully Charged Podcast. Tune in next week when we meet up with our good friend Fireman again. Uh, that's on that's on the show, not the like. There's like one or two people I think who would use that name online now that I think about it. Oh, um, yeah. Awkward. I, I don't know where any of them are. But um, you can catch me on social media at The MM Network and, uh, on Twitter and The MM Network on Tumblr. Uh, also on Facebook, or you can just visit TheMMNetwork.com. And you can catch me, ProtoDude, on Twitter, at ProtoDude, and my blog, Rockman Corner. That's uh, Rockman Dash, not the actual Dash. No, wait, yes, the actual Dash, not D-A-S-H, <laughs> Corner.com. Uh, yeah, check it out. I'm, uh, I'm always on there, or I try to be. And Everlasting, peace out. <laughs>